Hey friends, it's Simon Hurley and Rena Kay. And we are here for another podcast episode. We are so glad you guys are loving the podcast as much as we are. Today we are going to sit down and answer some of the questions that you all submitted, which is super exciting. And we're going to be working with Gina Kay's new Christmas release. Yes, so we're going to be using some brand new products to create some fun wintry cards that we haven't really planned out yet, but we're just going to talk through our process and talk through some of the questions and we hope you guys enjoy it. Okay, so here are the products that we're going to be making cards with today. This is called Seasonal Greetings, and this is our brand new winter incentive set. And then this is called Tall Pine, and this is called Tall Birch for all your fun, shadowy background I patterns. I love these silhouettes. I know, I'm so excited to use them. And then this is a personal favorite because it is called Snowflake Mandala, and you guys know how much... I Rena love mandalas. Yes. Mandalas. So I'm going to be using the stencil today. Simon's going to play around with these silhouettes of trees. And hopefully we have another Christmas card to check off our list. <laughs> Let's get into it. Okay, so I'm going to grab tall pine to start out with. I'm going to do some embossing and some ink blending to do kind of a resist technique. And what are you doing, Rena? So I'm going to be using the stencil on this piece of paper. And I'm going to actually... Um, tape off half of it with purple tape, oh, so cool. it's kind of just like half a pattern, and then nice. the greeting over here. So, and we're going to pull your questions from this bowl right here. So, we have all your stuff written down that you guys submitted. If you want to submit more questions for future episodes, you totally can, and I'll leave a link down below in the description or in the show notes. All right, so here is the first question. Dear Simon and Rena, what made you decide to create your own line of products from Terry? So I have determined myself to be the least artistic member of my family, <laughs> and I really wanted to get into designing products because I had a lot of ideas, but I just didn't like know what to do because I couldn't mm -hmm. draw, I couldn't just sit down and create something pretty without getting frustrated and leaving. So I um, brought up this idea to my mom with the wreath builder to possibly do something with shapes because it stamps in a circular pattern. So I thought it would be cool to do something that just has a lot of shapes. And um, mandalas are obviously pretty popular in decorating and just fashion and style right now. So I took that idea and some of the elements that I usually see in mandalas and I decided to um, just create some lines basically. Some circles, some squares, some sh awesome. basic shapes because I did pass geometry even though <laughs> I can't draw. So I did that and that was my first product and it was just really fun to see what people make with it. You know, yeah. like I always am just amazed when I get tagged on Instagram and someone made something that I didn't even like think of putting together, you know? Mm -hmm. And it's just cool that you put the time into that product and... So for my second set, it was my ocean-minded stamp set, and that is a beach wave, and I just am a big fan of, like, ocean scenes, and mm -hmm. a lot of, like, I love the shoreline, I've always loved, like, being along the beach and playing along it, and all the foamy waves coming up, and so I just wanted to create something that you could make into a wave of any yeah, type with nice. embossing or um, pigment inks or anything, so... Mm -hmm. I think it's, it's really cool that you like, you said you first came up with that idea for the shapes because you saw that need and then you did that with the waves and that's cool because like there's nothing like either of those on the market so it was cool that you were able to like see that you needed something there and then you were able to go in and kind of fix that problem which is awesome. So for me with creating my product line I just kind of saw like there's always been that like masculine and I talked about this a couple times that masculine kind of look to stamps has been kind of missing in our industry just a little bit. So for me, it was kind of seeing that and seeing that need there. And also, I have 
a unique, playful kind of look to my um, characters that nobody else really had, and so that's kind of why I really started my line. Um, and I really wanted, like I said, that kind of masculine, but a lot of them are kind of neutral, but there's been some sets like the Dudes 2 set that I thought was kind of needed in our industry. Um, so that's kind of why I started my line, and it's been a dream to kind of work with Ranger too, because um, I've loved inks for so long, so to be able to go in with their chemist and, you know, they make their inks in-house, so to be able to like formulate my own ink to exactly what I wanted, um, they're different than basically anything else, they like blend super smooth um, and stamp really well too, which is something that I, you know, haven't really seen, and so, you know, all the colors and names and stuff, so kind of having that own creative freedom to, to create my own stuff and then, have, like you said, see people using them is amazing. So hopefully that answered the question good enough. I think mm -hmm. it did. But um, really just, I think we both kind of saw that little need in our market and, and kind of filled it in with our own style of stuff, which is really cool. Mm -hmm. I'm a marketing major in school, and for one of our classes, our projects was to actually like practice designing mm -hmm. a product and all the marketing and stuff like that. So during that time, I actually was designing my line of neon inks. Oh, so nice. it was very easy to come up yeah. with a product when you're actually working on putting it out there for selling, so that was really fun to do, and you're right, just the creative process with naming them, and mm -hmm. picking the right shade, and just so going back fun. and forth is really fun. And I experience. think what you said is so funny, because like we're in school right now, of course, and so we get to, like, sometimes you have to come up with like products, or, or like graphic design, you're doing things like that, and we already like are kind of able to experience it in real life, which I think mm -hmm. is super cool that we can kind of bring it from here in the crafting industry to to school and doing our projects, which is really fun. Yeah, I was in this class that was like, it was taught by this really old man, but <laughs> he was teaching like a new age social media class, which doesn't <laughs> seem right, right? And so he wanted us to do assignments where we had to do these like social media posts promoting something, and he wanted to have 200 words in every oh post. Gosh. And I'm like, bro, we only got 140 characters on Twitter, like, yeah. that's not how it works, so I remember just writing, like, basically my life story about these inks in the description on Instagram, mm -hmm. just to pass this class. For me, I was in a, um, or am in a Photoshop kind of design class, and so the teacher was sick for, like, three of the days, or, like, gone at some wedding, or maybe jury duty, I think, oh. and so <laughs> I was just up at front in the class, walking around, helping all the kids with their Photoshop because nobody knew what to do. And so, Mr. Simon? yeah, they had a sub. They had a sub come in. The sub was like, you know, I was kind of scared to teach this class, but I went to the office and they told me that Simon's going to take over and teach the whole class. And so I was like, oh great, perfect. <laughs> perfect. <laughs> <laughs> so it was a lot of fun. It's hilarious though that we're able to kind of do that. You know, since we get this experience, where we can kind of bring it into school, which is funny. Yeah. I when I was little too, I always was into like graphic design and stuff mm -hmm. like that. I used to make like little flyers. My sister and I would always have these like little businesses around town. Nice. We had like this restaurant called Busy Lizzie. Love and oh, thank you. And we had like all these little just things that we would do, and we'd make flyers and put That's them awesome. around our house <laughs> in case anybody was looking for. Um, Gina was looking some to buy cuisine. something. Yeah, in case <laughs> our parents or immediate family members were interested. But um, we just practiced like making stuff on like um, Microsoft Word and all mm -hmm. those like um, Paint. Microsoft Paint was always there for us, and we always were able to make something, some kind of promotional tool, even at a young age. Finish it off, and then here, my inks react with water really nicely, so I'm just gonna go in and make some texture in it with these um, water droplets from the Distress Sprayer. Ooh. How fun. That's so great. it just adds way more texture, but 
Some people don't like it, so if you don't want that texture, just leave it and it'll stay smooth. Just do you. Yeah, you do you. You know, there's no rules. Do you like my review? Oh my gosh, that is so cool. Okay, dear Simon and Rena. Hi guys. Rena, what is your major in school? Simon, have you picked a college and a major yet? Okay, so I'll start out with this one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I'm going to graduate in December, which is a little bit early for me. I'm a senior this year, which is really exciting. And I'm going to graduate and then kind of pursue this full time. I decided that that's going to be the best kind of path of action for me. And then school will always kind of be there so I can do this kind of full time and really dive into it next year. So you'll be getting lots of products, lots of themed releases. You'll see me a lot more in videos, which is exciting. Um, and me and my mom are working on this together full time so we can travel a little bit more, teach, and of course release lots of stuff for all of you, which is super exciting. So school will always be there for me. If I decide that I really need it in the next couple of years, I'll definitely look into getting some online maybe design work or um, maybe a writing degree. But right now, I'm just... Yeah, no pressure. Free sailing on, in business here. I think we learn a lot from just being around, you know, like Ranger and your mom as well. Like, we learn a lot about business and manufacturing and stuff, so. Yeah. We're getting kind of lessons already. As long as you're <laughs> learning, that's all that matters. Exactly. I am, as I mentioned in the last question, I'm a marketing major at the University of Milwaukee. And I have two and a half years left because half of my credits didn't transfer from Minnesota to Milwaukee. I'm in like an accounting class. I'm in um, econ. I'm in classes like that. Just kind of dull. Mm -hmm. Just kind of memorize kind of and pass the exam. <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean, I'm meeting a lot of people. I'm definitely Which learning good, things. Yeah. Definitely learning things. I've definitely learned a lot throughout my experience. No. I really tried. Wow, like, this, this is a little life hack right here. A little life. I was trying it, but it, it didn't. Wait, I could probably fill it in. Life hacks with Simon. Dear Simon and Rena, what gives you the most joy in the industry? Do you ever have creative slumps? How do you jumpstart your mojo when feeling pressured and not in the groove? Ooh. Okay. So for me, I think what gives me the most joy is probably... I think teaching is one of them, because um, that's always fun to see everybody, and like at events or things like that, that's always just a great time to kind of pick me up, and you kind of um, get a little bit more inspiration and creative mojo by coming back from one of those and seeing all of you, which is awesome. Um, I think another thing that's really helped is their product development side. I think sometimes like the social media side of things can get a little bit, a little bit overwhelming, and like sometimes you can focus a little too much on the numbers. So um, just being able to go and design products when you're not feeling in the mood to create a video or get on social media is always kind of what brings me joy. I don't know. It's always fun to, to design something new and, and get excited about something that you've designed. And usually I design because it's something that I want and then yeah. so hopefully you guys like it as well, <laughs> um, which is always great. I think that's the answer. Did I answer that whole thing? I think I did. I mean, when I, to jumpstart your mojo, I would say get out of the house. Um, instead of trying to create cards, like if you're not feeling it, if you created some ugly cards, like just leave, go do something fun, maybe take a walk. Sometimes we go um, to Milwaukee and go walk on like the bridge or the river walk, and it just mm -hmm. gives you some inspiration or things like that, or just hang out with some friends. Um, and sometimes that can bring back your inspiration, which is really great. Oh yeah, sometimes like when I get really stressed, it's because I've been sitting in my room mm -hmm. staring at a piece of paper for too long. Turning in the chair. Yeah, and I just like... <laughs> It's just not going to happen. Sometimes yeah. you just need to accept that it's not your night and you just got to take a break. But mm -hmm. usually after I accept that it's done and I need to take a break, yeah. afterwards I just have like so many ideas. Something that I found too that I used to do and that we would practice in my art class in high school is that if you're just like really struggling, just make a mess. Yeah. Like just 
use a bunch of stuff just because you want to use it. Like sometimes your brain just has an idea mm -hmm. like to use a product, but you don't know what to do with it. Just play around with it, make something ugly, throw it away, and then mm -hmm. gather what you need from that and then make your card. Yeah, that's what I would say too. It's like you can make an ugly card and like feel good about your ugly card and then there's going to be some good ones that follow but you have to like make some ugly stuff before you make some good stuff. Mm -hmm. um, and sometimes like your mistakes can lead to like, like you always say, like you make your techniques that are like mistakes sometimes, which is funny, all but like time, I would we argue. always do it. <laughs> Dear Rena and Simon, actually your name came first, but I said mine first. <laughs> what are the most important tools a crafter should own from Glenda? I think you should own first and foremost a good paper trimmer. And I think, well, you have one here too, but I think that the best one in the industry, some may argue, is the Tonic like, guillotine trimmer. I think they do a really good job at that, and I went through like a million trimmers before I bought that one. So I'll have that link down below, but like, get that one first. It's a little bit of an investment, but it like self-sharpens. It's going to last you for a long time, and it's going to actually cut straight, which is what you really want. Mm -hmm. A lot of people ask me like why they can't line things up straight, and that's usually the reason is a bad paper trimmer, so invest in a good one. And then, you know, get some tape runners. Gina has some good tape runners. Um, stamps, always, I can't recommend anything with your stamps, but like find a good style of stamps. What else do you think? What, what do you think is some good well, cardstock? Card stock. <laughs> I first and foremost am the biggest advocate for the stick tool. <laughs> Wait, so, what's the stick tool? <laughs> I haven't watched my videos enough, so <laughs> we're learning a lot about each other today. So this, oh. this is my favorite tool. I've used this for so many different things, just for like piecing like die oh. pieces together and stuff. There are some teeth marks from Mishi on here somewhere, but and I just use it for a lot of different things, and it has always been there for me. So get yourself a stick tool. All right, Gina's gonna kill me. I'm using all the home, all the home squares on here. Oh, I don't think she's gonna. Do that. I think she's <laughs> supportive of that. So it's thermoweb. Another thing I think you should get is purple tape. Purple tape has oh, saved yeah. my life throughout many different things that aren't all stamping related as well yeah. because it is just it's so much softer than painters tape and I like purple and it comes in these great quantities and these great sizes we have um, a smaller one somewhere around here but they come in different sizes so you can use them for different things you can make borders you can use them on stencils you can do a lot with it so highly recommended product right here that's funny that's how I got to know Thermoweb too is through the um, purple tape they're such nice people too which makes it awesome to support as well but their products are amazing they emailed me after like seeing one of my videos where I was using like a painter's tape that ripped my cardstock, and I, I think I kept it in. And they were like, "Well, Simon, we noticed you were using um, some painter's tape. We noticed that it ripped your cardstock. We want to like show you some purple tape." And they sent me some, and it's changed my life. Let me change and, your world. And I keep going back now because it's it's amazing stuff. It really is. If you're on YouTube watching this, let us know down below what you think is like a must-have tool in your craft and that you love. We would love to hear from you guys down there um, and hear what your favorite tools are. I think that some of ours, I think we pretty much covered it. I mean, I would say like a basic is ink to like get some Simon Hurley Create and Rena K inks. Um, inks are essential. I just think like I use ink on every card. Some people don't. I just don't like pattern paper. I think I've already said this, but like roast me in the comments yeah, below. Yeah, we've, we've already been I just, through that controversy. I just don't like it because like you can buy stencils and stamps and do a million more things with them and not hoard them if you have like some inks and stencils and stuff which is really just fun to make cards and it makes them more handmade. Yeah. Before we get too many comments about Simon hating pen and paper, let's go on to the next question. <laughs> Dear Simon and Rena, I would love to hear about your favorite things to craft or favorite craft techniques. 
from Janie the Craft Princess. <laughs> um, so I think one of my favorite techniques would be just straight up like ink blending or like what we did today where like you emboss and resist. I think that's one of the coolest techniques for me. Um, and I like keep going back to it over and over and over. What about you? I have always been a fan of the shaving cream technique. I learned that technique <laughs> when I was literally a baby. And to this day, just playing with... Who doesn't love playing with shaving cream? And exactly. just adding all the colors and then peeling it off, scraping it off, and letting mm -hmm. it dry. So much fun. And it creates such cool backgrounds, too. Which such awesome. cool, unique backgrounds. And it's a great way to use your reinkers. And mm -hmm. it's just a lot of fun. And it's always, always made a good card for me. So that's always been my favorite. That was, I think, the first technique I ever learned. Dear Simon and Rena, Rena, you'll be fine making the dinner. She's talking about the Thanksgiving dinner Rena has to cook. I have faith in you. I really enjoy both you and Simon making cards, etc. together. Is James out of the picture now? Best of luck to both of you. From Jill. I think Rena has to take this one. Yeah, I don't think there's much you can offer on this <laughs> Um, Here's the thing. In life, people change. Seasons change. Stamp companies change, your location changes, a lot of things change. So the simple answer is no, we're not together anymore. Uh, Mishi's the only man, and Simon is the only man that matter in my life now. And if you want to find out more about that, uh, good luck finding it. I'm just kidding. Awesome, so let's go into the next question. <laughs> I'm going to stamp peace, love, and joy on my card now. Dear Simon and Rena, I'd love to know if you guys will teach a class together in Greendale at Village Paper and Ink. Ooh. Oh, from Gina K. Oh, oh when, she's, when your mom so supports sweet. you. Um, I, think, I think we will. I think we have to. I think that was her business pitch. I think that she's is. asking, where are you at? Gina, I think we gotta do it next year. We gotta get we gotta get us on the calendar. We gotta do some fun event here. So everybody look out for that. We're gonna probably do something together next year, which would be just awesome. We might film a live podcast in front of you here and then do a class together, which would be cool. You can choose to applause or boo us as yeah, you Yeah, really. You know, we might have signs making you do the applause, yeah, but you might not get to decide what you want to do. But I think that would be so much fun, so Gina, definitely, we'll take you up on that. We're actually at Village Paper and Ink right now. Um, we filmed here, which is awesome. We got this nice set for us here. And Alicia, who is our awesome production manager, she does all the lighting and makes us sound good, which is awesome. Dear Simon and Rena, what are your plans after you graduate, if your girl graduates, <laughs> and were you always naturals in front of the camera? Oh, stop. Aww. So, um, I kind of already answered the graduating portion, so I'm going to just kind of really focus on this. Um, where we always naturals. If you look back at some, some of my videos are private, because no, it was not always a natural in front of the camera. Um, I would actually, I think we grew up in front of the age of YouTube, so like I would just take cameras and start filming myself. They, they were never good videos, but they were, they were videos indeed. But no, it, it kind of takes a while, and I think it takes a while to be yourself in front of the camera. You kind of start this own, this other little, like, version of yourself, I think. Mm -hmm. Because it's awkward talking to yourself in the camera. I think now I've gotten so used to it, so now I can totally be myself, and it's like the full me that you're seeing on camera, which I think is really good. I think sometimes it can be like, you know, you can be worried because it's a little bit weird to talk to a camera and upload it to YouTube. I think now it's so normalized, though, and once you've been doing it for so long, it kind of just becomes a conversation with yourself and, yeah, you know, the just, viewers, which is you're awesome. just chilling with yourself, and you just have to pretend there's another person in the room because you do feel mm -hmm. a little crazy. Like, sometimes you'll be sitting there and you just, like, giggle to yourself. Yeah. And you're just like, <laughs> wow, I am insane. I'm actually a crazy person. But um, you're not, and... 
it just takes practice. I too was a little YouTube kid. Mm -hmm. I made very cringy YouTube videos with my friend growing up, and those are gone <laughs> from society, so no finding those. But um, yeah, I always just thought, I always loved making productions, like in mm -hmm. school, if we had the option to do a video project, I always did a video project. Yeah. We did this one video project in school, it was for Romeo and Juliet, and it was like freshman year, so everyone was pretty awkward and didn't want to do anything weird, but my friends and I were like, no, we're going to do something amazing. So, the story of Romeo and Juliet, they it's all in three days. Mm -hmm. They meet each other, they fall in love, and they die in three days. So, we were the camera crew following oh them around, God. documenting their story. Oh my god, it was so much fun. That's hilarious. And I, I too, loved like the video project, and that's like my favorite part now. So. It's been cool for me to, to see like how we can change it and grow it because at the beginning, like I said, the videos were bad, but now it's like um, the camera stuff really interests me and things like that, and then like being kind of on camera has always been super fun too. Um, so yeah, as, as you evolve and change, I think it gets a little bit better, and now, like I said, it's the truest form of myself, and I'm able to do fun things like with you here and kind of have fun while doing it, which is awesome, rather than just being alone. <laughs> and usually my friends are like begging me to stop talking, so when I have an outlet that I can just talk <laughs> and talk and talk, mm -hmm. it's usually pretty fun. So all the links to the products that we used in today's video will be down below if you're watching the video, and also if you watched and want to listen in the future, I'll have links down below to all the platforms you can listen on and download and subscribe over there as well. So if you're on the go and want to hear us chatting, that's great as well. And we'll have a little bit of a Q&A. You can fill out some forms down there. So if, you, if we do another episode like this, we want to answer your questions and hear from all of you. So thank you guys again, and we'll see you in the next one. Bye! Bye.